I don't care about my parents, what they want. I don't, you know, and I went off to my own thing and got pregnant. And then through that whole journey, I found my way back. And my mom and dad and Jesus were waiting there with open arms. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the channel. This is episode 37, I believe, and we have another amazing guest on. Her name is Gemma. Um, what's your baby's name? This Introduce the baby. Josephine. Wow. Tell us a little bit. Just about look yourself. at it. Little <laughs> <laughs> Josephine. Little bugger. Does she have something to say? I think she has something I to say. She will though she during the episode. Vaccinated. We have <laughs> we have designated. The baby, baby has been sitters. transferred into uh, safe hands. Safe hopefully. Hand. Uh, hopefully safe hands. Alright, so Gemma has been a friend for a very long time. Very many years. We, we used to go to school together, the good old days. I <laughs> met her last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met her in first grade. So Was it first grade? First when grade. Did we I think it was. When, well, it was first grade for you. Yeah, yeah my first grade. Probably Luke's third I remember grade. Seeing, grade. I remember seeing you guys for the first time. I was like, we were in the top section at school with Miss Smith. Uh, you weren't there, but it was Patch. Uh. She has a lot of rel- uh, brothers and sisters. You want to list how... All the names, give them a little credit. Yeah, sure. We got uh, Patch, also known as Jacinta or Claire, <laughs> <laughs> or Jacinta Claire. Um, <laughs> got Aaliyah, got Beckett, got Philomena, and we got Petra. And there's only one male. Yep, only one male, and he is the best. <laughs> little Beckett. Little Love Beckett. Beckett. We should have one on the podcast sometime. Yeah. He does some wise words to say. He would. Beckett, if you're listening to this, what's up, bro? He could probably recite lots of Latin prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about... Insects. <laughs> That's interesting. We could have an episode, it. Insects and Jesus. <laughs> I literally thought you said incest. For a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, Jonah, any, any, any fond memories we have together, Gemma? Mm. <laughs> I mean, we went to school yeah. and we hung out a lot like on play dates, I guess you would call them. What do, what games did we play? Like hide and seek, yeah. <laughs> tag with Dawson. Tag. Always tag. Groundies, with Dawson. groundies on the playground. Groundies, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Gemma's always the smartest in class, I feel like. she. I don't know. I feel like it was a tie between you and me. You were definitely the best drawer. Well, I was the more creative, I guess, but like you were definitely smarter than me, like in math and stuff. Oh. I, I, I remember, what was it? I think it was Mr. Jabor. Mrs. Jabor. She handed you a pen, and she's like, you're going to write with a pen now. I actually <laughs> I not a pencil. Bro, when I made, like, Miss Jabor scared for her life. I had that toy knife that would like retract. That was Miss Badget. No, oh, no, yeah, that was Miss Badget. And I stabbed Gary, and like <laughs> Miss Badget had a heart attack because it looked like I stabbed him with the toy knife. That what? was funny. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old kid. Good day. So anyways, that was our past. So um, but you moved away from Colorado. What was it? A few? How many Six years, years ago? Six years ago. Whatever. And during that time, we've met up with their family, like once, twice, once or twice. Yeah. But she's come here and visited, and she's kind of on her own now. Yep. Actually, well, like, the reason we have Gemma on is because, you know, she's Gemma, and she is a teen mom, right? So that's she the baby. A- that is her baby, not someone else's. We just stole it from downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> from the nursery. You know, the parent didn't, get like, come in quite soon enough, so we stole it. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to. So, October 2021, I had just... It was like a week after I'd just gotten out of a really unhealthy relationship, and I found out I was pregnant. My mom woke me up at 2 a.m. because of suspicion and was like, Jimmy, you got to take a pregnancy test, and I was freaking out. Um, baked it, stuck it in the toilet, everything was fine, and then went to a doctor's appointment and found out I was going to have a baby. And How many weeks were you in at this point? I think I was... Five, 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 I was going to say, like, could you kind of tell, or were you like, hmm, oh, just getting fun fatter? Fact, you, you couldn't tell till. Okay. You can't tell till a while. Well, yeah. But I, I was, was 39 weeks pregnant, and I took my pilot exam, and my instructor didn't even know. Oh. So. That's where to throw the pilot flex in there. I like oh, it. So that was more just like, that's like my one <laughs> no, thing. That's cool. Like, I it's just like, tell. isn't it a funny trend how people just like flex their pilot's license or something? Look at me. It's like, I see all these fly. memes of like, yeah. you're trying to flirt and it just comes out, I'm a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like my one thing I got to that's awesome. leverage here. Uh, You've got a pretty cute baby too. That's, true, but that's <laughs> a little trickier situation. Than, yeah. 
Yeah, this is my mom. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my newest sibling. It's not yeah. like it's not like you can like walk up to them with like a puppy or something. It's like this is how I get chicks. I just take my cute little new puppy and I go up. It's like here's a baby. It's like wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it's oh. a little bit different. Let's get back on track here. Uh, so yeah, you're you're pregnant. Uh, so, yep, found out I was pregnant. I was at the time living in Colorado, being a nanny. Um, so my mom left, and it was just me again. And I was battling that. The dad really wanted to be involved. Um, but he had some very just toxic traits that I knew if we tried to make this work, Josephine would grow up in a very divided home. And I think a father figure is extremely important, but I drew the line. You need like, the right father figure, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm not I'm not doing that to my baby. And so lawyers got involved. Um, it became a really just nasty battle back and forth. Um, and it got to the point where I realized that the only way forward was adoption and for a very long period of time I was preparing to not be the mom of Josephine and that was really difficult to be like oh I'm gonna carry this baby for nine months and give it away give it away um but I didn't want a custody battle I didn't I didn't want all that stress so I had agreed that my aunt and uncle were gonna adopt my baby I was probably eight Mm, eight months in, seven, seven, eight months in. Oh, so I, you're getting close. Yeah, so I had wow. kept pushing it off, pushing it off. And your like, parents knew at this point, right? Well, oh, they knew at the beginning, yeah, I they guess. Def- they knew very shortly. Just for you guys know, like, Gemma grew up in, like, a Catholic home, so it's not like it was just, like, this super, like, yeah, abortions are totally fine if you want to do it. It's like... Yeah. It's so was, th- was, that, was that ever on the table, or was that... That was definitely the scary part, because I was growing up in a very Catholic home and have very strong pro-life views. I was always like... Who would even consider that? Like, that's terrible. But when I found out, it crossed my mind. Not necessarily the fact of, like, I really, I want to do this, but I was like, like this is an option. This is like plan Z right here. Well, it was like, this is an option, and if I did go that route, it would make a lot of things easier. Mm -hmm. Because I wouldn't have to deal with the father. I wouldn't have to go through that. I wouldn't be a teen, single teen mom. Like, And you wouldn't have to worry about your kid being out there with somebody else that adopted them. Yeah, I w- like it. And it then having them show up on your doorstep one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it definitely crossed my mind. Which looking back, I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I thought about that." Well, that's the crazy thing. Like when we're <clears throat> when we're thinking on like certain things, like I would never do that to somebody. Mm-hmm. But then when the opportunity actually arises, like when we went skiing, this is the perfect example. <laughs> I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'll just oh, say man. a really short oh, that story. That was Gemma that you were with? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell that story all the time. It's so funny. This is the story of how Luke screwed over Gemma. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's okay. So <laughs> we were skiing, and we ducked out of the bounds, which we both agreed was a, a reasonable idea for some reason. Um, and then The powder, dude. It was the good powder. It was such good powder. <laughs> we were skiing oh, down, and all of a sudden we see seven, like a ton seven. of people down there. And we're like, oh, oh that's... Mind you, they were in a gully, so they couldn't just, like, ski away. Yeah. No, we were, like, we're, we're trapped. We're, like, we're, they're either I, at first, I thought there were just other, like, tourists yeah. being, like, being stupid. I'm like, oh, we'll cool, just ski fine. past them. I start... And, like, before this, we talked about, like, I would speak German if I ever got caught by ski patrol. Yeah, we'd, we'd, <laughs> we'd thought of a plan for this. <laughs> and so we come down and interject at any time if I'm telling this wrong in any way. But um, we realized the ski patrol. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep skiing. They stop me, and I act like I just speak German. Which was the first big mistake? Should have just triggered right. an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> just throw the dynamite. <laughs> click the button. Watch it just go, and they're gone. You're like James Bond movie. And yeah. so this is the point where I'm like, I forget kind of Gemma's there, and I'm like, ski pass. I love skiing. I need to ski. I'm not thinking about anything else. All and my I had morals. fallen right before you'd gotten to the ski patrol. Okay. okay, so you fell before I got to the ski uh-huh. patrol? I okay. fell right as you got there. How did you fall? popped off. Well, because it was a bunch of boulders, and I just, I got stuck. <laughs> That's why there was ropes there, because this is bad skiing. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know if, I don't think I knew you fell yet when I, I was talking. I don't know if you did. I don't think you did. And so, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go. None of them had skis on, so I'm like, I knew I was going to make it out of there. Um... <laughs> Like, so stop, stop, stop. They're running after me. Like, was hast du gesagt? Sie Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch? So I just go. Which is kind of stupid, because you can tell when someone is trying to get you to stop in any language. <laughs> That's true. I was very stupid German, I guess. Anyways. What does this lines mean? I don't know. I just go under them. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, I I go, and oh, I'm I just stuck. I get what? What did the, they just walk up to you and then just like? No, well I'm hobbling down like trying to put my ski on in the powder, <laughs> oh, and gosh. I finally I'm just like I'm so, I couldn't like book it. I just was slowly inching in and yeah. They're like, hey. Oh, like, hey, guys. Yeah, I was like, hi. I, I was like, trying to catch that guy. You know? I, wanted to, I wanted to stop him. I'm well, with you guys. Seriously. Well, not really. I kind of threw you under the boat. Well, no, I didn't. I was more like, I don't know. I just met him. Like, Because they were like, is he really German? Like, does he actually, does he speak? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I just met him on the chairlift. Like, I just met him on the chairlift. It's just a random guy speaking German. He was like, I have good run. <laughs> and you're like, she. Sí. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at that point I was screwed, and they called ski patrol, and I skied all the way down. And yeah, so I, <sighs> at this point I went behind a tree. Yeah, where, where the run ends, and I'm I had that camo and white jacket, so I was camouflaged. I remember that. And I just see ski patrol and snowmobile on skis going by on the radios, like <laughs> kid with a yellow bag, like just describing me, and I'm just like, this is a GTA mission. <laughs> <laughs> Luke always says that. He's like, dude, this feels like a GTA. It felt like it, like the stars were going up. <laughs> I'm in three stars. I'm about to pull out the RPG. <laughs> so That's, did. Did she like end up telling them your name or something, or is that what happened? Uh, so I'm. I think they like they made you tell me. Yeah, like, well, they kept pressing. They're like, we need. Names. What is his name? Like, it's Hans. I'm <laughs> telling you, I just met him on the chair. It's like ah, I don't know, like something generic. Like, you could come up with something. The officer was really intimidating. You just gotta come up with a German name. He was short and stocky, and his was name was Adolf. <laughs> Adolf. <laughs> was it? No. Oh, I was like, how do you know? <laughs> I don't know. He's talking about like the name no. you should have given them. So you just give oh, them a random name. It's like name. a German name. Just the <laughs> most generic, generic thing ever. I <laughs> met uh, Hans. All right, the story's <laughs> turning way too long. Yeah. Anyways, I ski down, and there's skis are <laughs> looking for me. Somehow I ski past, and I don't realize it's me. And I go to the bottom. I take my jacket off, make myself look different. And then meet Gemma back at that. Like, also, I, I forgot my phone at home that day. So I couldn't call her. Or do anything. I just had my Apple Watch. And I was trying to connect my Apple Watch to the Wi-Fi of the hotel. And it wouldn't work. You're trying to type Luke's in. sitting here like, I will meet you at the train station on 8th Street. And we will get out of this together. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And then um, they pulled your pass. Yeah, and I got a nice, nice fine. Yeah, $250. And then, um, yeah, they, like, looked through your Instagram. Like, they, they, they yeah, found. Yeah, they did. They, or they is found, that how they figured it out? I don't know. But they looked through one of our... Yeah, because they showed you on Instagram. Yeah. I don't know how they found you on Instagram, but... Anyways. His name's so not Hans. He's probably following Aspen Snowmass. <laughs> so that they could kind of find out, like, who went on the chair at a certain time, probably, and then just went from there. Anyways, they found out who I was. So I think, like, a day or so later, um, the police call me. <laughs> Didn't you try going skiing again and your pass got... Denied? Probably. <laughs> Imagine oh you pull out your phone, it just says 911 calling, and you're like, ah. So they thought it was my dad because it was a landline number, so I thought they were talking to my dad. And I was like, no, this is me, and I kind of admitted to everything. And so then that led to, like, I think I met with them four times with Ski Patrol, <laughs> and it took 10 weeks to get my pass back, and, yeah, there was fines and stuff. 10 weeks? It's like half the season. Yeah, anyways, still got 60 days, though. So the good thing good. is Luke <laughs> did pay for Gemma's ticket because it was his fault. So. Yeah. Oh, anyway. so you no, peer pressured her. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what a good so Christian. Bad, that day was really fun, but gosh. <clears throat> okay, back so on that, topic. That just um, goes to the point to show, like, you babies. think you're never gonna like abandon someone or like do something, but when it comes to the moment, it's just like those morals kind of just go to the back of your head, and you just rely Enter on instinct. Mode. Yeah. I'm really glad you wrapped that up properly. <laughs> yeah, like because that would not have made sense. <laughs> I'm just telling this story for fun. Anyway, Gemma, continue with your story. <laughs> I don't even know where I left off. Uh. You were considering, I oh. guess we're talking, yeah, considering abortion. Oh, yeah. Well, adoption. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, that did cross my mind. Obviously, didn't make that decision, which was good. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, nine months later, I... Oh, no. Okay, so during this period in March, so I was, like, five months pregnant, uh, the father committed suicide. <laughs> and that was a huge, just... Like, I don't even know how to explain it. But it was just this huge, like, moment of, holy cow. Like, That's I, crazy, yeah. And, <clears throat> like, it was insane because I am Catholic. And 30 days before that, I had started a prayer to St. Joseph. And I was telling him, I was like, I need you to let me know, like, if I'm supposed to keep my baby or if I'm supposed to give her up for adoption. And if I'm supposed to keep her, I need you to figure out the dad factor because I'm not, I'm not doing a battle with him mm -hmm. and 
at the end of 30 days, I finished that, no sign, and then literally days after, he's he gone. committed suicide, he was gone. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. So that was just a whole layer of, like, trying to figure out, like, God's plan, how he works. And after that happened, I went back home to Idaho because I was in Denver for this whole period. And Yeah, so if, like, if any of these questions, like, make you uncomfortable, like, you don't have to answer them at all. But, like, do you know why? Was it because of the baby or was it, like, other factors or... There was a lot of other factors. He had a very traumatic childhood, and he had a lot of just head stuff that he had to work out. So, I mean, it's – I blame myself a lot, but I do know that, like, he was hurting so bad. And I think the baby thing made it worse because he des- he really wanted to be a dad. Um, and I think denying him that really pushed him over the edge. Mm-hmm. And – um. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really leave a lot of clarity after that. Yeah, for and sure. so I don't really know. So what did like what did you feel? Like were you in a sense It was a total just wave of just like guilt. a roller coaster or? Yeah. I mean, I cried for a very long time. <laughs> but like, I don't know, it was hard because I f- I did love him at one point. And so there was this like, holy cow, I just lost this person that I cared deeply for. Part of me was like Gosh, just so angry that he would do that. Um, I also had a lot of people blaming me for it. Mm-hmm. So another part of it was just guilt and just frustration. And I don't know, I feel like I felt a lot of emotions. And I'm still working through that. But, yeah. It's crazy. It was, I can't even imagine wild. dealing with yeah, something no like idea. that. But it's insane. four months later, had my beautiful baby girl. And... It's been great since. So. That's awesome. Yeah. What's it been like being kind of on your own? Because you've always been kind of a, I don't know, rebellious or like yeah. independent yeah. person. And so I, I, I'm, I, you obviously can deal with it and cope with it. But what's, what's, it, what's what are like the benefits and like the big struggles you've had, I guess, having a kid at 18 yeah. by yourself? In a sense, you had, your family supports you and everything. So oh, you're not yeah. on your own. No, but. But like now you're here by like in. Denver. Without family, yeah. Denver. That's another question I wanted to ask. Like, how is how's how's the family reacting? Like, your younger sister is like what two years younger, and yeah, her older sister is a baby. Like, yeah, it was kind of bad. My sister below me, Patch, kind of was like, "Yeah, I kind of expected this." <laughs> oh oh God. man, uh, I knew it. Really? That was gonna happen. Like, I, I remember telling her and Aaliyah, who's thirteen, and I mean, they were all very supportive, and it surprised me when I told them I. For a long time, didn't get along with my dad, and I was getting ready to be put on the chopping block and just yeah, I was just like exiled from the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he surprised <laughs> me. He <ended> <laughs> pulled the belt out. <laughs> like sorry, he ended up being sorry. one of my biggest supporters, and overall, just I I was welcomed a lot more than I was expecting. That's awesome. Um, which is amazing, and I've dealt with the f- stuff from other people, but for the most part, like the people that are close to me, really rallied around me yeah. i think that's a huge thing we can take away from this is like because you hear all these horror stories of people that are in christian families or religious families and when when they do something bad their family essentially disowns them yeah. Yeah. chastises them and that life. just wreaks so much more pain and sorrow and bad things come out of that instead of you know that's what jesus did for us essentially he died for our sins it's, that's kind of like the ultimate version of doing that but that's yeah. really cool it's been interesting being by myself now that i've moved um, it's great. I was raised in a big family, so there's a lot of it that's come very naturally, and it's kind of like, oh, I've got a kid, no problem. Like it feels yeah, like I'm like were, raising you a had sibling. Your mom's baby, yeah, yeah exactly. So you, you were ready for it. it. Sounds weird, but it's like, oh, it's just like one of my siblings. Like I'm just taking care of him. The other part, it's been it's been really hard socially, um, and just trying to figure out what my future looks like. It's the idea of relationships. Yeah. How uh, has your future changed? Like. Because we all have, like, a future in our heads that we think of. Yeah. But the vision. The ideal, yeah. The ideal, yeah. But then, like, a really cool <laughs> line is, like, your list, like, your idea of life is so much worse than what God's idea of your life mm-hmm. is. And it's, like, always a battle choosing your path. Even if path. you think it's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. never going to be as good as what God has planned for you. And then I love your quote, like, God can... <coughs> write straight with crooked, ri- yeah. crooked lines. Yeah. Here, say that again clearly. That'll be a good uh, line. God can write straight with cro- crooked lines. Yeah. So like a little bit of a tongue twister. 
Yeah, say that ten times fast. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's like another. It's like another Paul or Saul to Paul story in a way, yeah. which is cool. Um, but yeah, how's your life? Except she wasn't blinded. <laughs> well, I relate a lot to the prodigal son. That's been a Bible story that okay, I yeah. really... We all relate to that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's like one of those stories that was like... But it definitely was... I was like, I don't care about my parents, what they want. I don't... You know? And mm-hmm. I went off to my own thing and got pregnant. And then through that whole journey, I found my way back. And my mom and dad and Jesus we were waiting there with open arms. And it was really beautiful. And so I definitely relate with that story. Yeah, because awesome. you were, like, in a way, like, expecting to, like, be, like, you know, Exiled. like, the slave of the, yeah, the family. Exactly. Again, I was be, like, like, I'm going to have to eat a pig's tie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to eat, yeah. Here, Gemma, we're all done with dinner now. I guess you can come out and eat. <laughs> 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 but keep the bag on your head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Thankfully, it wasn't like that. No, she has but. an awesome family, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, you still want to be, like, an, uh, you, want, you still want to be in the Air Force, I think. I did. That's changed. Yeah. Uh, just because now that I do have a kid, I'm like, eh, do I really want to be gone that much mm-hmm. and risk my life potentially? Yeah. No. Um, but that's honestly what I'm trying to figure out because I still haven't figured it all out yet. Yeah. Because I would love to fly, but and you are a pilot, so you do fly. But yeah, for well, a job. like for a job, yeah. like I thought, oh, commercial airlines probably not going to happen. Bush pilot, that'd be sweet. It's a lot so cool. safer than the Air Force, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, but Air Force. Is Private pilots are cool, but you gotta go like a bunch of different places. Like you just have to. That's the fun of it. You just gotta move yeah. with. I just feel like that would be harder with Jack. Like, you well, should, your family should buy a private jet, and then Gemma can be your pilot. Ah. All right. So, so like, what's 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 your vision now for the future? I guess you don't know, right? I don't know. But what what are you doing right now? Uh, right now I just moved to Denver, working for a ministry that's uh, focuses in helping women survivors of sex trafficking uh, recover. Which has been beautiful, and we'll leave that in the links below if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, super amazing, and it's giving me that longing that I have to help other women. It's mm-hmm. kind of filling that want that I've had. Repeating myself. Um, well, I'm kind of jealous, honestly, because like you have a really cool testimony, <laughs> and we always talk about this like boring, and then Luke like, always says testimony. this. He's <laughs> like, "Well, you know, my well, let's my hear the testimony, testimony then. Sucks. Come on, it's my uh, testimony? No, hers. hers. Always Wait, what? I don't know. What? You're, you're always crapping on your own testimony. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Not that cool. No, I was kidding. Luke was I like, wish oh. I was a drug addict like Matthew. <laughs> Next time when I'm born, I'll just inject heroin in my arm and say, praise no. God. Okay, if you're going to take anything later. from this podcast, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, like, man. it's just like, I'm, I'm super grateful for that. But like, I feel like it's harder to minister without, like, it, I don't think it really is, but it's just like the sense of having that story is more powerful than just like me talking and having like, yeah, yeah. I, was, like, I was always Christian. So like, yeah, yeah, Luke, you're really boring. Thank you for telling us. <laughs> it's like Jeremy part two. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hop into the abortion topic. I think it's a yeah. good start to do this now. So, oh, spicy. I've wanted to talk about this topic for a while. I think we all have, but I think it's hard to talk about it. Obviously yeah, without any, as none of us have it. Like, <laughs> s- because we don't have a uterus. <laughs> We don't get an opinion. That's false. So um, says who? Me, (laughs) the one with the uterus. (laughs) They have all the power. (laughs) The uterus. I get like a. Oh god, these these are some really awful jokes. I'm just gonna move the mic away. All right, guys, do your talking. I'm gonna gonna shut up now. Wait, jokes? (laughs) I never thought I'd hear like. Okay, we're talking about abortion today, so let's start off with the. the No, I I just called her the uterus. Oh god. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I thought you were saying Luke's sitting here with like a full of jokes Look at about abortion. Joke sheet. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, all right. Rally back. Laughing is good. Do any of us have like a fast take on abortion that we can just start off with? <laughs> like a few facts. Over it's, it's one of those things where you can't 30. just say one sentence and then that's your viewpoint. It's Watch like a conversation me. topic. Yeah, for me, it's like an intri- like it's like a really intricate. All right, I'll thing hit too. the I'll hit the baseball. Start bat us off. Here. Right. Over the last thirty-two years since nineteen eighty, there have been approximately one point six billion abortions worldwide. That's crazy. You sound so like that's Emperor Palpatine. I think that's, that's my uh, happy that's my take it, on so. that. Planned Parenthood does about three hundred 
to 400,000 abortions a year. a year. Yeah. Which is insane. Which is like usually paid by taxpayers. And have stuff. you yep. seen like their whole like, oh, this is only like 13% of our... No, 3%. Yeah, 3%. It's like, they say it's 3%. And you know what that is? It's 3% of the amount of... Uh, the amount of like actions that they do. So, for instance, if someone goes in for an ultrasound, that's considered an action. If someone goes in for a pregnancy test, that's an action. So, abortion is only three percent of the actions that they do. I forget. Let me look up how much of their profit it is. I think ninety-five percent yeah, of their like, sur- like um like surgeries or like operations uh-huh. are. I'm not sure if they're abortion related, but like a lot of them are. A so lot of it is, and what people don't know because they always say it's healthcare, it's for women. Like that's not their main focus. Their goal is to save lives. Like they do, they do make the majority of their profits based off of abortions, and they try to. I don't know. Have you, oh, what's the name of that movie? Have you seen Unplanned? Yeah. Well, women go so into these places vulnerable, yeah. scared, thinking it's you know their only option, and. The reality is a lot of these women that go in there have only known they're pregnant for 24 hours or like a couple days because it's like they get into that fight or flight Mm -hmm. mode and they find that out. They think about the ramifications. They go, nope, can't do this. Schedule an appointment. Go. And so then you walk into Planned Parenthood and they just they do. Oh, you can just get rid of it. Like, it's just a small procedure. And yeah, like, I mean, yeah. They very much press that when you go into there. Should we so. just give Jocelyn a mic? <laughs> yeah, you want to come sit on my lap? <laughs> so do you agree with like, okay, so let's say, would you agree with abortion, like, uh, uh, like a plan B pill? Like, no. No? And that's, yeah, no. Um, What's the reasoning behind that? This is tough because this is one that I haven't thought about, but it hit hard with me because I, when I was telling a family and just bringing up all the stuff about my relationship with uh, the dad is I mentioned that he made me take plan B pills and my mom just white face. And she's like, he, what? And I was like, yeah, like it's, it just prevents pregnancy. It doesn't. And she's like, those can cause an abortion. Even I mean, granted, usually you take them 24 hours she mean later. Like they, they can cause a miscarriage or, or a miscarriage. Like, well, it'll, it can kill like, if, well, if they're uh, the baby. there are yeah. abortion pills as well, that's a thing. Yeah, well, it's cons- yeah, it's called like yeah. a yeah. Um, but that's something that I, for a long time I didn't have a problem with because mm-hmm. I thought it it was like a birth control where it prevented, which I don't agree with. But either, like, but it, like it, within twenty four hours, it like it just it it kills the egg, right? So like, yeah. most of the time, like the sperm hasn't even reached it. It's a case not by case basis. It depends on whether or not. Sometimes, yes, it just like I'm not saying it does in every situation, but it has the ability to destroy a pregnancy that has just started which yeah. in and of itself is an abortion or this is where like me and you disagree because i like it hasn't even started forming yet okay. so that's in my opinion i think this is this is the calm down everybody okay so this is what the thing is jonah basically believes that if it is preventing a pregnancy that hasn't even begun yeah if it if it hasn't begun then it is okay, but Gemma says that you're never a hundred percent sure whether or not the pregnancy has begun yet. But it's like it's like not even starting it. See, that's where that's where you have to. That's it's like where throwing it comes away down, the instruction manual. Well, that's where it comes it. down to to what you believe in the sense of sometimes it prevents a pregnancy, but other times, I mean, because I believe that life starts the second that connection between sperm and egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it ha- if, it, if it hasn't even happened no, yet, no, no, that's no. where that's where I think Plan B is okay. Yes, but see, you never know. Like, it can happen like that. I don't remember what it is, but do you know how like many sperm cells are released? A lot, and the likelihood like 4 of you, billion, yeah, yeah, it's no, ridiculous. no, it's like it's. I think it's four hundred million. So like the chances of you being born are like one in four hundred. And million. they get shot at like which what, is crazy in itself. Twenty two miles an hour. Yeah, something <laughs> ridiculous. Hold on, let's <laughs> some biology, kids. We can keep going. Anyways, but like, that's where... Up to 28 miles an hour. It's faster than I can ride on my bike. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that's nice. But like, I don't know. That's where the difference is, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. You you never know. Yeah, Jonah, just basic biology. Oh, God, we're going to sit here. I am science. (laughs) If you deny me, you deny science. Who am I? Who am I, guys? Who am I? Jeremy! No. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
Dr. Fauci. Hey! <laughs> Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Give us vaccine. <laughs> but I feel like that's where the abortion argument gets so tricky is because everyone has a different definition of life and when they believe it starts yeah, and sure. what and they think is a baby. And that's where I think that's where, I don't know. Yeah, like when, when does a baby develop moral value? My right? definition. Yeah, when does it gain sentience? Let's do this. Let's do this controversially. My definition <laughs> of a life is whatever we would consider life if we were to discover a planet and that thing would be on it. So, for instance, if we found live bacteria on Mars, would we consider that life? Yes. yes. I mean, they do consider it life. Yeah, okay. they do. So, well, then why is a full-grown baby here not considered life? I know it's crazy. Because like, it's a crazy argument. If you were to just smush like a something that's this big that's alive on Mars, everyone would be on you. <laughs> like, immediately. You, you killed jail. the fungi on Mars! How dare you! Like, it's like a mushroom, and you just go... And then just go <laughs> like no, you. But people are like, it doesn't even have a heartbeat. Well, there's plenty of humans that have pacemakers to survive. They're, yeah. they're, well, they're they freak out about baby chickens being murdered. Yeah. Like, don't eat eggs. Don't put They're the vegan, yeah. Don't put the bit. <laughs> just like the whole, I think the whole argument is when when is a human being a human being? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the entire pro life. Yeah, argument. and that's the whole debate. Because everyone can agree itself. that killing a human is wrong. Yeah, even if you believe in God or not, you're, the morality that's in you, which is from God, but that's a whole topic. Not is Joseph like, Stalin. He didn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just just like when is a human life a human life? That's good. Yes, that's that's the whole debate. So. That's something that is purely like what you believe, and we can't really get into that. So instead, I think we should talk about the racist backgrounds of Planned Parenthood. <laughs> <laughs> Actually? Yeah. I don't know much about it. All right, so. I wrote so a paper two years ago. What's her face? Margaret, Margaret Sanger. Sanger. Mm -hmm. The founder of Planned Parenthood. Avid racist. If you cancel people for using the N-word like 10 years ago, think of it like 50 years ago. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I would say it was worse back then than it is today because they were using it probably the majority of the time. They were using it literally. I mean, basically what she did is she hung out with, you know, the founder of the Ku Klux Klan, whatever. Biden did too, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we don't look at that. Yeah. Trudeau did blackface. Know, he's he's that the under the rug. Canada. Um, basically what she did is she wanted to decrease uh, the population of um, black people so she created Planned Parenthood under the banner of you know like uh, freedom for women and then she strategically placed them in uh, in minority neighborhoods um, I mean your, like even are? even that like sole fact alone just like gives you like a whole picture of like the whole organization organization in yeah. itself. And what's frustrating is we live in a society now that's so feminist and so pro-women, like women can do whatever they want, but then we tell you, they, like they tell women, but you're not capable of being a mo mother. Kill like, the baby woman. Like you are too woman. weak, you are too, you know, like you're incapable of doing this, whereas if they apply the same logic that they do to everything else, it should be like, no, you can be a dang good mother, like you are capable, and that's not, it's just... Yeah. Girl, you don't need no man on your side. <laughs> My main thing that I looked at with race and, and abortion and whatnot was mostly in uh, New York City. And I got this from uh, the Roulette <laughs> Lazier Institute.org. And this says um, non Hispanic black women continue to be disproportionately impacted by abortion. In 2016, as in previous years, more African American babies were aborted than born alive in New York City. That's Out of insane. the four th 47,718 total reported pregnancies expected by non Hispanic black women, almost half, 49%, ended in abortion, while 4% ended in miscarriage, and only 47% were live births. That's crazy. So that should that should tell you that abortion is kind of a racist like it, the the whole premise of it is kind of I mean of it's racist. a problem for any human being obviously but yeah there's mm -hmm. definitely Yeah if you think about it that's like that's like 25,000 people in one city that's not even counting nationwide or anything like that I mean I, I think abortion is what the third leading leading cause of death 
Yeah, let's stop um, wearing COVID masks and stop aborting well, people. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so, if like, the number one, like, the number one, like, leading cause of death, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm 99% sure, is heart, like, heart disease. Well, yeah. For it's, a, it's literally one in every four deaths. For born from people. Heart, yeah, from, like, alive people. comes from heart disease. And they're disease. probably older. And that, in the United States, is, like, all, like 650,000. And so then you take abortion, which is like 300 to 400, which is number three. That's just Planned so Parenthood. It goes I don't know like, if any other people do yeah, abortions, but probably. Uh, it goes from heart attack to, um, I'm pretty sure, is it vehicle-related deaths is number two? That wouldn't surprise me. Um, or cancer. Might no, be, it, it's probably cancer. either cancer or diabetes. I don't remember. When it's, it, it goes from heart to like cancer, and then there's abortion. No, I think abortion's number one. I think there's a million abortions in the U.S. a year. Let me check this real quick. I'm, I thought it was like 300 to 400,000. No, that's just Planned Parenthood. Who else does it? A lot of other there's people. There's a lot of independent people. There are nearly a million abortions per year on average, and that's just the ones that are reported. Okay, so yeah, that puts it at number one. Yeah. Like, so the number so one cause of our generation's death yeah. is... We're so killing babies. Th- do people, like, how do you not see the problem in that, right? Like, uh, uh, everyone... Everyone's main focus these days is to like try and pre- prevent death, right? They're like, "Oh my God, let's like stop COVID." Put on these masks, right? and, and ha- I don't even know how many people died, but it's nothing compared to that. Let's force these people to get the vaccines. One, well, uh, people are like, "Oh, overpopulation," you know, this is good, but which we're <laughs> underpopulated. Elon now. Musk, like, go listen to Elon Musk talk about this. He's like, um, "I think that the biggest problem the world will face in twenty years is population collapse." Collapse. I, I want to emphasize this. The biggest issue in 20 years will be population collapse. People think we, we have like too many people on the planet, but actually this is, this is an outdated view. Dropping, right? It used to be five, yeah. six children per family. Globally, it's like 2.4. In the U.S., it's below, below replacement levels. Uh, I mean, in, in, in most of Europe, Russia, Japan, Korea, Singapore, um, you know, uh, it's... Uh, it's well below replacement. The earth is going to die. This is like our demise if we don't fix something. Is There's not going to be people left on this earth. Because right now, we're not making enough humans to continue on the trajectory we need to be there's going. There's enough humans now, but like... And it's a problem in China. Yeah. Because yeah. they kill like a lot of the baby girls. Well, yeah, no. It's disproportionately. There's a million and more And they also have the law where you can only have one child. That too. Well, no. That ended a couple of years ago. Still, but yeah. there's so many men now that can't find now you can have wives because <laughs> there's no women to marry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when humans try to control population. Well, do you know what they do with all those extra men? To the military! (laughs) And that's all they're doing with it. They have over a million men in their military. Active duty. Active duty, duty, yeah. That's crazy. We could make that army in a year if we didn't abort the babies. Yeah. (laughs) God. Use all the unaborted children, put them into the military. That'd be a better... Gosling <laughs> just killing them right off the spot. Yeah. <laughs> just let them we'll go. Kill them when they're 21, <laughs> 18. You can't vote. I mean, you can't drink, but you can uh, go <laughs> you can sign your life die. away. Um <laughs> is there anything else on this topic or do we want Well, to I, I think the root issue of this is, is a, it's a heart problem. There's yeah. not any amount of like legislate. I mean, the, like legislation can help and like well, uh, having different rules can break, but at the core it's a heart issue. People need to understand what they're doing, why like what it is they're doing. And I think that's the main thing that's going to stop but bad things from happening. Mora- that too. Sorry. Uh, one second. I was going to say morality defines legality, and then legality yeah. also defines morality. They go hand in hand. If you be- if the vast majority of the population believes one thing, they're going to vote on it and make it that way. We have to change morality first to change legislation. Well, oh, we should probably address the, the rape argument. But right? since yeah, yeah. before Roe v. Wade was a thing... Um, the vast majority of the U.S. was pro-life. And since Roe v. Wade has stayed and everybody starts thinking it's okay, that showed that the legislation has started developing kind of a ripple effect in our morality. Mm-hmm. So they go hand in hand. They're not exactly the same, obviously. But um, they influence each other massively, both ways. Mm-hmm. Gemma, do you have something to say? Can you go get a mic? Like okay, like literally. You've just been talking over this the whole don't time. Say Jocelyn. anything, please. <laughs> My biggest thing is it comes down to morality, but also in a day and age where we can't change that, and I don't think we'll ever be able to fully convince people of that. I mean, then times will be like in the days of Noah, so it's probably just going to get worse yeah. if we really look at this. In a seriously, instead we're going to have the babies born, and then we're going to sacrifice them to Harafakanda. But I think a key thing to, to think about yeah. or to that we need to be doing is be c- 
creating a community that supports, not is like, wow, good job. Yeah. And is like you, what you did to get there is okay. Um, but to be like, okay, I don't know, just to be more accepting because a lot of women hear the stories of being kicked out and exiled by their families mm-hmm. or they hear, you know, they go to school and they get bullied or, you know, there's just all sorts of just negativity around it. And I think that if we're going to say we're pro-life, we need to be standing up and not just, you know, fighting for the unborn, but by, you know, supporting the mothers that are in those situations. Mm -hmm. Because I I think that too will make a difference because a woman who's going in to get an abortion, if she's encountered by someone who's loving and supporting and is going to listen to her and helps and meets her where she's at, is less likely to get an abortion than going to plan you know like i just think support is a huge thing and it was a huge thing for me if i wasn't supported i i don't i know i'd have josephine but i don't know where i'd be yeah like that was a huge thing well and if you didn't have that family that gave you that mindset and taught you the right things then you might not have josephine at all yeah for Um, sure and i think it's i think it's just like a problem with like christianity within itself Mm -hmm. is that like sometimes you know you'll have these like really religious like legalistic yeah legalistic father figures in your life or mother figures whatever it may be and it doesn't like really matter what it is is if you're having a baby as like a teen or if you're gay or whatever and they just like instantly just kick you out like that's that's the problem like right there it's just like we as christians need to be more supportive of everything it doesn't mean we we condone the actions yeah you just have to stand by them and you just have to love on them that's so I think that's the biggest min- misconception that people have about Christianity and conservatives and all the people who are pro-life is they like to sit here and go, oh, we just, we don't, uh, Judge. we don't care about the people who are getting abortions. That's what we, they th- say to us. Like, we don't care about the people who got pregnant. In fact, we scold them, we hate them because they went against God, God's will or whatever. And that's not true because if you look at places like live action, for instance, a lot of these clinics, they will provide like... They'll provide blankets. They'll provide all these different things for all your kids and help you become a mother. And if the, if you want to make a decision for adoption or anything, they can always help with that. They have all these different things. And I've actually, if you go on their Instagram, they have like lists of things that they provide that Planned Parenthood would never even think of doing for you. Um, like even just showing the mom an ultrasound of their baby before, like it increases yeah, the chances of them having yeah. it, like by a, a, a huge percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. They say that we're heartless and that we don't care about women and stuff. And it's like, no, we want to support these mothers. We want to help them as much as we possibly can. And we care about human life. Yeah, we, more also, than human life here. we also believe that that thing inside of the mother is a baby and yeah. that we want that baby to be born and grow up and have a great life. And there have been 1.6 billion dead babies in the past 30 years in the world because this misconception that we don't care about these kinds of people and that this is the only option. So, yeah, and that's like if you walk around and you see seven people, like that, look, it's like 1.6 billion is over one-seventh of the mm-hmm. planet. So you just line up seven people and it's then like you just cut one off. They're dead. Yeah. Like that's that's another thing to me. Like aren't you like really grateful that your mom like mm-hmm. didn't abort you? Aren't you like glad to be alive? And I've seen, like, I've de- when I used to be in politics, I debated people who were on the pro-choice side, and I asked them, I said, what if your parents wanted to abort you? And they said, oh, I would support their cause. I said, well, you wouldn't be here to support their cause. Yeah. So it doesn't make much sense. <laughs> As a baby in the womb, just like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, As they're being dismembered. No, but that's another big thing people always bring up, is, like, I was, I've been at, like, pro-abortion rallies trying to, like, go against it, and they're always like, oh, I've my choice, my body... And, like, what gives you the right to tell me what to do? It's my body. And then, like, it's, like, if I see, this might be a pretty harsh analogy, but, like, if I see you in your backyard beating your dog, it's not my dog, it's not my backyard, but I'm just going to try to stop it Mm because I don't think it's right. I would think the ending of a human life is even worse than that. Oh, well, obviously, but that's just, like, an example. I know what you're saying. I know. People are going to be like, that's extreme. But it's more extreme killing a human being. And one thing (laughs) that I think a lot of women don't realize is, they don't have to be the parent to that child. Mm-hmm. Not in a negative way. Yeah. Like, I don't, like... If you don't have, like, the financial capabilities and you don't have, like, I don't know, like, the, the mental capabilities to handle, like, like just like some give women, it up to adoption. Yeah. Like, that is... 
in my point of view, is so much better than just being dead. And people are like, well, I'd rather be dead than be in an adoption center. Like, are you, what? Are you sure about <laughs> that? Like, um, and they're like, well, what about like the 100,000 kids that are in adoption clinics right now? I was like, yeah. well, they, they get adopted. And once they're 18, they grow up and they have a life. How well, and in this valley, there's, there's a few kids for adoption and none of them are babies. Yeah. There's no babies up for adoption. There's no one has any people who people who are like infertile and can't have them like that's that's one of their only options they have left. Um, And I think for me, my biggest pro-life thing is my best friend, Lewis, who was born three months premature. And according to law, he would have been able to be aborted. But here he is. He's he's, plenty of weeks before. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's my like living best friend. And I don't know like what I'd do without him. He's like my favorite person in the world. So another another argument that I've heard against is oh, there's just if you took away all the abortions and stuff, there would just the the adoption centers, they would overflow. That's what I've heard. Um, People have said that. And I'm looking here and it says that an estimated one million U.S. families are looking to adopt at any time. Most of them are seeking infants. And I just think that there are a lot of arguments against them. I just don't think there's very good ones. And so <laughs> you can you can try to sit here and try to justify your actions all you want, and that's fine. And the majority of the time, actually, I would hope every single time somebody gets an abortion or a mother gets an abortion, they believe that, oh, this isn't an actual child. At least I would hope that, that they wouldn't think that they're just straight up ending a human life, and they're mm-hmm. okay with that. Um because it's, the fact is it's the lack of education. They don't know. And that's why pretty much every single heartbeat bill, every single like abortion ban altogether doesn't punish the mother. It punishes the doctors because they know. They're the ones that are... Yeah, they have they, medical information. They've yeah. been in school for however many years you go, you go to school to be a certified doctor. It's like eight years. So those are the ones that get punished for it. And I'm fully in support of the doctors versus the mothers. I mean, you got to support the mothers. But... The doctors, they know what they're doing, and they know that that's a human life. And people like, I believe her name is Allie Stuckey, or, no, that's not it. Um, she started live action. I forget. Hold on. Lila Rose. Lila Rose is different, but um, the there was another, I forget what her name is. I think her first name is Allie. Abby uh, Johnson. Abby Johnson, that's who it is. Sorry. You got it right. Um <laughs> And so she she was an abortion doctor for many years, and she ended up flipping it around and actually starting an organization against Planned Parenthood, against abortions altogether, because she found out, she was like, wow, this is really what's happening. Yeah. And, like, like the, the process of abortion itself is just gruesome. If you've like, ever been able to watch a video of an abortion, it's I yeah, it's it's awful. They go in with like these tongs and they they reach around, they grab for a leg or an arm, and they just well, there pull was it a off. there was a doctor that was testifying against it, and he was like telling, and he's like, you go in there with the scalpel and you grab a leg and you pull it out until you, and then he's like, and then you grab the skull and you crush it down and until you cr- crush the brains and see the brains bleeding out. Yeah, and you know you've got it when the white stuff comes coming out. That's what they, he said. They're yeah. forming brain material, and you so. Yeah, it's, it's actually not legal to show photo or video in Congress when it comes to when they're like debating on a law. And I think that if that was an option for us, that we you could totally just completely flip the side because people they just don't know. Well, that kind of brings back the, the late term abortions, which a lot of people think are wrong, and then the early mm-hmm. kind of abortions, which mm-hmm. which people are more lenient on. I yeah. think. Um, um, but like, okay, so, so the biggest thing that you always hear is the rape case, right? What happens if they're raped? Gemma, uh, do you have anything to say on that? Like statistics? It's like cause I don't I, have statistics. I know, but I know rape is, is like point one percent. It's one percent yeah, like from rape and zero point five percent of incest. Yep, it's, yeah, it's so low, but it's one of the biggest arguments that people bring up. That's another argument: yeah. is that you say, okay, well, how about this? Um, we allow abortions for rape and incest. Um, and then we take away all the other ones. See, the problem with that, that is that once never, you once know, you have a rape, like a rape law, the 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 number of uh, false rape accusations are gonna skyrocket. No, 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 I know. The well, I'm just saying the argument that you say against that is okay. If we were to allow it for rape, but not anything else, would you be in support of that? And they would never say yes. Nobody ever says yes to that. Who's in support of abortion? Because what it is is they're just. They're basically using these people, these poor victims of rape and incest, for their own benefit so that way they can get an abortion. Yeah, so, I mean, you just have to, you, ha- you have to stand by the victim. Like, mm-hmm. 
And the biggest thing, I mean, if you apply this to any other scenario, like my thing is like, no matter what has happened to you, it never gives you the right to murder. If I were to slap you right now, it doesn't give you the right to slap me back. If I was to go kill someone, or if someone was to kill my sister, I don't have any right to go kill him because I'd be charged with murder too. Like mm-hmm. in every other situation. Much less kill a child. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I, I mean, like speaking of killing, murder. if you kill a pregnant woman, you're charged with double, double homicide. homicide. Yeah. Not in New York anymore. They changed really? that because oh of gosh. everything. So. But, yeah, it used to be that way. But, I don't know. I just think the rape and incest thing is a very delicate topic to talk about. That's but almost it should a, yeah. not be brought, like, that should not be the excuse to use for an abortion. It's 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 almost like a different there's abortion and then above that there's the rape and incest argument which is yeah it's again it's like a really deep thing that you really have to know like every single detail of the story to to justify anything. Um another misconception that a lot of people use um is religious belief which is something that they're going to use against this podcast if uh if they discover it. Um, is they say religious belief, oh you guys are just doing this because you were raised this way. And I can speak from experience that I had this position before I ever became Christian, and I will always have this position because I I researched it myself. And so you want to sit here and say, oh, you just because God knew you before and you were formed in the womb. That's not what I'm saying. I don't care about the whole God side of it. I mean, well, you do care, but it doesn't matter. I'm saying regardless of whether or not God said anything about it, I would still feel the way I do. It's just like protecting the innocent and yeah just defending the defending those who can't defend themselves like and that's where i wish i mean just like in law like you see they're blindfolded because you don't want your emotions you don't like you're not supposed to get emotions involved and that's why a jury you can't have any relationship and the same thing like we're bringing our feelings into this argument which is muddling it and making it hard whereas if we just simply looked at scientific facts which a lot of people nowadays are like look at the science Mm -hmm. like get this because of the science and you're like great don't get an abortion because of the science. I'm like, looking at the science, yeah. <laughs> so another question that a lot of people would get is, if we support death row, like capital punishment per se, um, how would we in- ever be against abortion? Because both of them are human lives. The difference is someone literally did something to be deserved on death row and someone yeah. was literally just, had literally no say. In the that. way I view it is that children, especially babies, they're the most innocent among us. They have literally done nothing wrong. Yeah, there's no, there's, <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's nothing, nothing that they have done. And so when you talk about the the question of human life, and then you have to also bring in justice into it, what did that person do? Did, are we just picking random homeless people off the street and injecting <laughs> them, stopping their heart? No, we're not doing that. We're doing people who have raped and killed people, which, by the way, a lot of pro-choice people claim to be against rape. Um, they've raped and killed people, children sometimes. I've actually seen, like, the most recent one was a guy, he got put on death row for raping a bunch of kids, and I don't even think it went through. But the point is, is that if you are against abortion how can you be for death row is because you got to look at justice of it what did each person do wrong and what is the deserving crime of that and that's why we have a court of law is everyone gets a fair trial and that's another thing is babies just they never get they never trial so god is the ultimate judge he will judge you based on your actions and granted we are saved by grace through jesus christ but he will judge you on your actions if you aren't saved by this. And so I've heard this one with hell a lot is there, there isn't just one level of hell. Nobody suffers the same. You suffer a punishment equal to your amount of damage done in the world, what you've, what you, what the sins you've committed. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah. we're not going <laughs> to talk about that right now. I think we wrapped that up pretty well, right? Yeah. You want to hop into Gemma, some is there any, 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 yeah, any, yeah, any funny on statements or words or on abortion yet? On abortion. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest thing you have is your baby. Yeah, like, look your at testimony. This. What if you killed this? Is like it's the cutest yeah. little thing alive. Like poor Josephine, she wouldn't be here today. I think about that all the time. Yeah. It's so scary. Uh, my biggest thing, like, if I hold on, another question first. Like, <laughs> if you didn't have to deal with any of like the personal or like, like other people like what they thought about you like repercussions like mm-hmm. if you if you 
could go back and change time to where you were like never pregnant, would you do it? Or was Josephine that good of a influence in your life? No, I, I needed Josephine. I think God, God knew I needed Josephine. And the beautiful thing I always think about is right before I'd broken up and then I was like, okay, God, I'm ready to turn my life around. I'm ready to get my button gear. And I found out I was pregnant. I was like, okay. And at first I was like, gosh, this is not what I meant. Like, yeah. this is going to make it worse. But now that I'm a year plus in, like, Josephine, I she really did save me. And she made me realize how beautiful life is and just how, I don't know, how we need to think before we act. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> um, awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I wouldn't change it. No, no way. That's a, That was a great question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So concluding on that, since I loaded this page, there's been 5,000 abortions worldwide. I'm closing oh, the page. Shit. We're done. Okay, let's move on to the questions now. Quick Q&A. Oh, man. Yeah. What is God's purpose for you guys? Do you have any plans on serving in the military? This is from Catalina. I really wish I could tell you what my purpose is, but I don't know. Because that is something Wait, I can just pull this up on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let me pull my purpose up real quick. According to Wikipedia, my purpose is no, I guess uh, Urban Dictionary defines my future job as. Um, I, I I guess I'll go first. Like my purpose is what I'm doing right now. Honestly, it's like it doesn't have to be the podcast, but just spreading truth. I think and spreading Jesus is what a Christian's purpose should be in a sense. Besides growing their personal relationship with God. Um, and so it doesn't, I don't have, I think there's purpose and then there's like passions and stuff that we can do to help the purpose. There's, there's calling purpose. And And so like in that sense, my, I think like photography and videography is like a really cool thing I can use as a tool to like work on the pat or like help the passion be my passion, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, that's kind of complicated, but like it, I don't have like, I want to save all the turtles in the ocean is my purpose. Yeah. I want to save think, yeah, I all think the lost human. Yeah, it's like, I would say the difference between of calling and purpose and is <laughs> calling is like what you you're personally called to, and purpose is just like Christians' purpose in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know our call. We all know our purpose, right? Is our purpose is to spread like the word of God and just like be as you know good as possible as we be can. Like Jesus. But yeah, it's to be like Jesus. But um, I've got it. Sorry, <laughs> my purpose. <laughs> my purpose. Up. Um, but yeah, no, I really don't know my calling, which is, I think, what you're trying to get to here. Um, but your second part of the question is like, are oh, you yeah, planning military. to serve in the military? Um, I, mean, I don't want to be in the military with Joe Biden in charge. So yeah. to say that, but <laughs> uh, I, I like as a little kid, I always thought it was like the coolest thing. And um, I there's like for me, if I don't find something that I love within the time that is allowed between like me and like, so like a year or two years, if I don't find anything in then, then yep, there we go. I'm in the military. But uh, unless I find something that God has called me to do, then, then uh, I will work there. I think it'd be so that cool to have like our own little so militia. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Just like all. Like, yeah, I mean, you together. wanted to join the Air Force, right? I did for a very long gotta, like, time. Hang up guns in the back. Sorry or something. Interrupt, but here's an AI and cut you want me to answer yes um what is god's purpose for you guys if i knew that it probably wouldn't go as well as i thought it would um so you're talking about calling yeah well i'm talking about purpose in the sense that like if you have a set specific plan for everything it's never going to go that way yeah but you have to yeah because you nope you You have limited knowledge. That's why the Bible says don't lean on your own understanding. Lean on God's understanding. It's pretty convenient because God knows everything. (laughs) And so you don't really know your set specific dream. You don't know your set specific goal. Um, And so why would you try to create a set specific dream or set specific goal? Now, granted, you should have a concept of what you want to do. You should be like, oh, I like agriculture, or I like flying planes, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you got to But it's not like I set. am but going to Don't be surprised someone. when it totally flips, too. Well, yeah. that could happen, but yeah. I'm just saying, but if you're like, don't be, don't sit there and go, well, I'm just going to walk up to someone in Aspen and ask them to be my, or to be a private jet, or private <laughs> jet flyer or pilot I'd do for that them. in a heartbeat. I know you would, but <laughs> it's not always going to turn out that way, yeah. is what I'm saying. And so you got to be like, huh, how will this turn out? We should make me? a shirt called Flexible for Jesus. <laughs> Flexible for Jesus. I love that. <laughs> <But just> That's <laughs> hilarious. 
So just my point is, is that I don't really know 100%. I think I might have an idea. I want to follow through with that idea, but I'm never going to be 100% sure. That's cool. So that's why I'm kind of keeping my mind open. Just letting God yeah, do I think the that's work. That's right mindset. Gemma, do you have an answer? My purpose? <laughs> <laughs> I really feel called to help other women in hard situations. Mm-hmm. That's been placed on my heart, and I'm kind of doing that right now. Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Just uh, accomplished. Our viewer, like, our viewer base is like 78% girls, so... Well, it used I to wonder be. why. We've kind of leveled that out, actually. Believe That's it great. Or not. Really? Yeah, sweet. More than, more or less. Um, Girls, I got you. <laughs> so, um, Gemma drive down every single week <laughs> just for you guys. <laughs> Our next and favorite <laughs> question like, go ever. Fund me. I'm just ah, is Aiden's little zoo bear? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say, <laughs> is trolling a sin? From um, Zuba Gaming, for people how Kyle know. put it, it depends how you troll. <laughs> <laughs> depends how you troll. This is not this is not trolling like for fishing for fish or trolling. I think that's also called trolling. I yeah, don't know. I'm not a fisherman. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's okay. It uh, trolling is in the sense of playing with other people's minds, kind of. <laughs> Thank I you. was gonna say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Making them go. Crazy, yeah. It's it's almost like like I I think is gaslighting a form of trolling. Well, that's just kind of like I think yeah. gaslighting is just a little messed up. Yeah, that's general. that's that's the sin version of trolling. It depends what kind of trolling it is. Yeah, um, if you're just making fun of somebody, like jokingly playing along with them, I don't think it's necessarily. I a feel like sin. Jesus trolled sometimes, like in his parables, when he was like, even if you look at a woman with lust, it's sin. People are like, wait, what? And he's kind of like, or messing when he, with or, when he or, or when he told him to sell all his possessions, yeah. I think he was trolling with him a little bit there too. He's like, uh. <laughs> so um, I mean, it, it really depends what kind. I troll my friends troll. in video games all the time when I drive the car off the cliff and we all die. It's all in good fun. <laughs> um, all in good spirit. <laughs> It yes. was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Does it cause a laugh from everyone? Then yeah, it's it's cool. All right. Um, Are the boys on the two sides, brother? You look a lot alike. I don't know if you're talking about me and Luke, me and Wolfgang, no. or. Uh, by the way, I didn't <laughs> mispronounce any of that. That was exactly how it was worded. I don't know if Luke <laughs> wrote it like that. Are the boys no, on I the two sides, brother? You look alike. No, it says brother. Oh, yes, bother. we are brothers. Me bother. and Luke and are brothers. And no we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. So that finished off that question. Amen. Amen, brother. I, I think we should probably do one more question. Because, yeah, we are, we are going to go at time. Uh, Maybe Tariq D? Sure. When were angels created, you all-knowing beings? Or did they exist with God? Okay. I'm going to say this out loud. The Bible doesn't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, at the end of the day, does it matter? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> okay, well, to answer the question, angels, uh, yes, I think they were created. Yeah, for sure. Well, they weren't always existent with God and omniscient with him. God um, wasn't just sitting here like, oh, I have a bunch of low lifes next to me this entire time. So I think we answered the question. It's, it didn't ask when were angels created. It's asking, hey, what do you think angels were created or did they exist no, with God? it says, God? when do you think angels were created? So <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were obviously like created within that seven-day period of creation. When we don't, like well, when we when don't everything know. besides God was created. No, well... No, I they think were probably this is fun in the seven. They were probably just Google it. <laughs> they were probably in the seven days of creation. I would imagine when he created heaven and earth. I guess that maybe they were just kind of like a DLC of heaven. They kind of just part of the know, heaven aspect. Yeah, of it, it kind of yeah. just linked into that. But <laughs> <laughs> they were they were obviously they were they were obviously pack. there before <laughs> the fall because Lucifer was there already. Yeah, in the garden. I think they were they were probably created before the tree of knowledge was because I think for me when God gave Adam and Eve. Like the free will, he probably also gave the angels that, and that's probably when the fall happened, and a third of the angels fell along with Lucifer. But that's just my take. I don't know. Yeah, no, Tariq, there is no concrete. before humans. Well, this is kind of cool. Think they just were everlasting. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up, Wolfgang. <laughs> Sorry, this is cool. I love stuff like this. Um, but this is from. Granted, this is I think from a more Catholic point of view, but it says that it's one of the most the plausible theories claims that all angels were created on the first day of creation, and that the fall of Satan occurred when God separated the light from the dark, and hence, yeah, interesting. Cool. So There's probably some like super something like really ways to look yeah at something this. like really super interesting is that when he like created like light and dark, he didn't create the sun yet. He, he created light like, and dark, so oh, there, like was, the there was no sun yet. Okay, there was like no I don't know if it was like. Well, maybe a that was the physical version of light, or 
Well, Maybe Jesus is going to be the light in the like in heaven. Yeah, but no, he created he created, he created he created the planets. He cre- he created the planets on the fourth day. Okay, <laughs> well, I hope I hope Tyreek, you have peace, or however <laughs> you pronounce your name. I really have no idea. I'm sorry. Um, Gemma, any finishing out sentence? Like, what's your most inspirational thing you can say right now <laughs> <laughs> to end us off with? I've been asked this a lot, and I what is what you as every woman, time. <laughs> This is your As one a chance. Woman, what would you, what's your wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's cliche, but don't let your situation define you. I think that every single person, male or female, is capable to rise to the occasion. Um, in work, in like crisis right. situations, <laughs> in anything, like you are, you were created capable, and God will never give you more than He can handle. God does not want you to fail. He loves every each and every one of us. And so just know that if you ever hit something that you're like, dang, I don't know if I can get past this, like you you can. And not by yourself though. You have to No, no. But that's where if you exactly. physically feel like you are alone, that's where you really need to lean on God. Um, but then if you are surrounded by amazing people, then lean on them too. Because they're yeah. leaning on God, so it's like a chain. I'm trying to find the verse where it's like he'll never give you anything you can't handle. I'm Is pretty it sure it says you'll nev- he'll never give you a it's, temptation. It's temptation, but kind of the same thing. So 1 Corinthians 10, 13. He will also provide a way out so that you can ha- you can endure it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of so relates like, to that. No, yeah. He's You're not going to give you anything that dooms you. Nope. <laughs> well, nope. I love the verse that's saying, like, trials produce perseverance, and perseverance, yeah. like, makes your life a lot better. It does. Yeah. Nice. Well, with that said, go follow Jem on Instagram. Go follow her journey, whatever she's working yeah, on. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for being on. This was fun. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Well, actually, I'm not sure if me and Jen will be here, but maybe. Yeah, so bye, guys. I'm going to miss you. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend.